0: Hi, this is Dr. Tom Rogers at Performance Medicine coming to you with the weekly podcast of the Common Sense MD. That's what we all need more of is common sense, especially if you're a doctor trying to treat people and advise them. But anyway, today I'm excited because we're going to talk about something that has hit me, of course. I'm 67 years old. And I'm going to talk about your aging eyes. Um, You know, I've noticed over the past Three years probably that my my eyesight gets worse. As a matter of fact, I had to start wearing reading glasses about three years ago until very recently. That's what we're gonna talk about today. Something kind of new and exciting. As you'll notice, occasionally I'll glance down a few notes I've made. I don't have to use my glasses when I do this now. Um, anyway, we're gonna talk about first some common conditions of aging eyes. But first, the most common one is presbyopia. And that means, I call it age related blurry near vision, i.e., when you have to use reading glasses. You really, you notice that you'll have to start using brighter lights to read something. Um, I noticed this first in restaurants where I'd have to take out my phone and use my flashlight on my phone just to read the menu in a kind of dimly lit restaurant. Um, Or you start holding your reading materials at arm's length. You start squinting a lot, i.e. the need for Botox around your crow's feet. Um, It hits most people in their 40s. I don't know how I escaped it, but I always had really good vision up until probably about age 65, and I started using readers. which I don't like, I call glasses, wheelchairs for your eyes. You know, it used to be, I thought wearing glasses would would be kind of cool. And really it's not cool in my mind. Now, sunglasses can be cool, but regular glasses to see not cool wheelchairs for your eyes. Um, that's why so many people wear cataracts. They have Lasix and stuff like that. Really not real cool. Um, if you want to look young and act young. Um, But anyway, so what happens with this presbyopia is your lens become harder and less flexible, less able to accommodate different forms of light. Um, So there's a new eye drop prescription that I started using about a month ago called Vuity, V-U-I-T-Y, spelling. And it usually results in about a three to four line gain of reading in a near vision test without losing more than one line on a far vision test now so i got these drops and i've been kind of experimenting with my friends mostly in the office and most all of us except for one person liked it a whole lot the one person had some previous visual problems and they got a headache and kind of red eyes with it so they didn't like it but everybody else has really liked it and I'm gonna tell you um, kind of my reactions to it but um, first of all how does this work it reduces your pupil size you know that opening in the middle of your eye uh, to help you accommodate focus near objects better um, this drug is actually polycarpene, um, a drug we've used for decades for glaucoma. Um, we don't use it so much today for glaucoma because rarely would it cause, um, kind of a, a thing called a retinal detachment, which you don't want. That was very rare. And they we still use it. Some the eye doctors do, but, You know there's other newer treatments for glaucoma now that are that are probably better including surgeries and other types of drops but anyway um so i really like this this drop you put one drop in each eye i do it in the morning um it takes about 15 minutes to work um if you happen to wear contacts which i don't for your far vision you'd want to wait 10 minutes after putting in the drops to uh, put your contacts back in. Um, But, and it takes about 15 minutes to work, but I've noticed for me, it works great. I don't have to wear my reading glasses into the room when I talk with patients and I'm going over the Cleveland panel or looking at fine details of reports. I don't have to use glasses anymore. Now for me, one thing I've noticed is that um, the, the light in the room is a little bit dimmer. Um, that's the only thing I've noticed for it. It doesn't have any other side effects for me. And for me, it lasts about eight hours. So by the time I'm getting ready to go home in late afternoon, um, you know, it's kind of wearing off a little bit. But anyway, so um, that's exciting. We'll talk about it in a minute also. But um, let's talk about some common age-related eye problems. Of course, presbyopia is the most common one. Um, another, while we're talking about use of polycarpene, let's talk about glaucoma um, because that's a disease of aging eyes and sometimes younger eyes. But that's a disease where you get damage to your optic nerve, which comes in through the back of your eye and transmits signals to your brain. And your optic nerve starts having problems called glaucoma when the fluid builds up in the front part of your eye which increases the pressure in your eye, which damages that optic nerve. Um, it's a leading cause of blindness, not the leading cause, but a leading cause of blindness for people over 60. Um, your eye makes a thing called aqueous humor, the fluid, um, constantly. And as it flows in, you need the same amount flowing out. It kind of refreshes itself all the time. And what happens with glaucoma is um, it becomes backed up because that drainage angle in your eye can get clogged and it may not work and the pressure builds up. Now there's two types of glaucoma mainly. Open angle, which is by far the most common one. It happens very gradually. It's like a slow clogging drain. Um, It's usually painless. And at first, it doesn't cause much vision loss at all. Um, that's why it's important to get your, your pressure checked with your eye doctor on an annual basis once you reach about 50 for sure, maybe sooner. Um, so the, the more acute and serious one's called closed angle glaucoma. And that usually happens very acutely, and it's painful usually. You get a sudden loss of vision. Um, It happens when the iris of your eye, the opening, um, is very close to that angle of drainage. And it's almost like a piece of paper sliding over the drain and it cuts it off immediately. So you have an immediately increase in your pressure. It's a true ocular emergency. You need to see an eye doctor then. there's a lot of treatments for glaucoma, the eye drops, polycarpene that we talked about, surgery, beta blockers, even marijuana can can treat uh, glaucoma. Um, So the eye drops we're talking about, polycarpene, it constricts your pupil and lets the fluid drain out better. That's kind of, really kind of how it works. And I I love it. Um, So it's used for presbyopia called Vuity. It's a lot lower dose than we use to treat for glaucoma. And um, usually you put one drop in, in each eye. I do it when I get to the work in the morning. Um, I don't need my reading glasses with this. Um, I just, knock on wood, have not seen side effects from it. I wouldn't use it at night when I was driving for sure. Um, it lasts typically about six to 10 hours on people. Um, and there's other companies that are developing other products um, for this thing and one thing I, that i've read about some people doing is just putting the drop in one eye so they don't get any dimming of vision so i think i'm going to tr- start trying that a little bit too especially since i don't have a severe case of it um, but viewity so think about maybe getting a regular eye checkup and if you have regular eye checkups go to your family doc and they can prescribe you some of this um, unless you have some serious problems with your eyes. Um, other eye problems as you age. Dry eyes, something that I've suffered from as well. You know, everybody my age gets dry eyes. Um, it's very common. There's a lot of different types of drops I'm sure you've seen advertised. And I've tried a couple of them. They didn't really work for me and they're very expensive. So they didn't really help me, it was just, I don't know, was it luminosity or one of those? It was, the cheaper ones worked just as well for me. And also I really increased the amount of omega-3s I take and that really helped, I think, as much as anything. Um, so dry eyes, very, very common. Um, macular degeneration, now that is the leading cause of uh, loss of vision after age 65, really common. Um, the macula is a, is a central part of your retina that allows you to focus directly on an object. Um, It's responsible for central vision, not peripheral vision. Um, The risk factors besides age is family history, smoking, high blood pressure, heart disease. Anything that causes metabolic syndrome that we preach about every day um, can cause increase in macular degeneration. So very, very common. And so you need to get your eye doctor to look at your retina to make sure that's not happening for you. Now there's a couple different types of macular degeneration that people hear about. One is dry macular degeneration. And it's about 90%, it's the less serious of the two. Um, And in this condition you have deposits in the eye called drusen. And they deposit in your macula and may cause some visual loss, you know, not only blurred vision but little spots maybe, floaters, Um, but you have the more serious type called wet macular degeneration and that's a lot worse. Typically you have these geographic areas on the macula that are are round or oval and it signifies atrophy or wasting of your your macula. And these areas eventually coalesce, they keep growing and they scar and can lead to blindness. So there's a lot of new treatments out for macular degeneration. You used to to think there was no treatment at all for it. But again, see your eye doctor and get checked for this. A good look at your your, um, retina will uh, reveal this. Um, Another form of aging eyes, of course, cataracts. Um, A lot of my friends have already had cataracts removed Um, which works very well, but it's really a clouding of the normally clear lens of your eye. Um, It's like looking through a fogged window. Um, It develops usually pretty slowly. Um, You may see halos around lights. Um, Night vision may get a lot worse on you. Um, It may cause a fading or yellowing of colors. Surgery for this is the treatment. It's very safe and it's very effective. A lot of people throw their glasses away or cataracts after they get this surgery. So, it's not too bad a surgery. Usually, of course, they do one eye at a time. My dad had this done. Another form of aging eyes is, of course, diabetic retinopathy. So, you know, diabetes is such such an exponential growth of diabetes type two. Type ones also get it, but type two is the main type, 95% of diabetes. And as you age, you have more risk of getting that because people are getting more obese, or eating worse, or getting metabolic syndrome. So obviously if you're getting diabetes, you need great control of your, uh, your diet. You need to be thin, you need to monitor your sugars and avoid those glucose spikes that we talk about all the time and definitely get an annual eye exam to make sure this is not happen, happening to you. Because besides controlling your sugars, getting lean and treating your metabolic syndrome, or your high blood pressure, your lipid problems, uh, there are some things they can do, uh, laser treatments for diabetic retinopathy that are really good. Um, so what can you do to prevent your eyes from aging so quickly? Um, A lot of it has to do with something we talk about every day in performance medicine, that's that's your diet. I mean, it seems like all diseases are caused by inflammation and poor diet is the first cause of that every time. It turns out even your microbiome and your gut can control your eyes as well as your brain. So think about uh, decreasing inflammation overall, which means staying healthy. You know, anything you do in general, to avoid heart disease will help your eyes. Uh, Like don't smoke, get your eye exams. If you have eye symptoms, see an eye doctor. A lot of time, you know, I've had a lot of eye doctors send me patients based on what they've seen in the patient's retina. in a few cases, it's really saved their life. They've had uncontrolled hypertension or uncontrolled diabetes, which they didn't even know about. Um, So see your eye doctor. Um, Optometrist, ophthalmologist, see one of them. Um, Increase your dietary intake of foods that are are rich in carotenoids. Think carrots about that, think vitamin A. The two majors uh, carotenoids are lutein and zeanthin. Now, things that have a lot of this in it are egg yolks, kiwi, squash, spinach, peas, Brussels sprouts, apples, pumpkin seeds, peppers, cucumbers, celery, broccoli, mangoes, sweet potatoes. Those are all really good for you. Stuff I would tell you to take anyway if you're trying to lose weight and stay healthy and reverse your metabolic syndrome. Now, something near and dear to my heart, which I take a lot of, vitamins. Of course, at the bottom of my food pyramid are your supplements and your vitamins, in comes your food especially as you age. You know, you can't get away with a lot of things you got away with as a young person when you age. I found that out to be true. Um, Vitamin A, of course, when you think vision, you think vitamin A. Um, It's a component of rhodopsin, which is a protein in your eyes that allows you to see in the dark. Uh, Vitamins E and C, antioxidants, Studies have shown that anywhere from 45 to 75% reduction in cataracts when you take over 500 milligrams of vitamin C. You know, I take between one and two grams every day, usually two grams. Split doses, 1,000 milligrams in the morning, 1,000 at night. We bump that up if you get sick, like we did, of course, with COVID. It's a lot higher doses. We even get vitamin C, IV, and very high doses for a lot of other reasons. Uh, B6. B9 folate, and B12, the all-energy-purpose-amazing-Vitamin B12, Um, because they decrease homocysteine levels, especially if you have that methylation gene, the MTHFR genotype that's mutant, which I do myself, and probably 30% of us do. So, homocysteine is that protein associated with inflammation in your body. So, when I look at that, of course, it's on our Cleveland panel that is very important. It's probably as important as as what your total cholesterol is without a doubt, probably more important. B2, which is riboflavin, B1, which is thiamine, are also very good for your eyes. B3, nice and heart healthy, lowers cholesterol, increases HTL, uh, may prevent glaucoma. So as as you can see, you need to take a good methylated B-complex for sure. I recommend that to almost anybody, especially those that come in, for a Cleveland heart panel, because they're almost always non-optimal. Remember, there's a difference between normal and optimal. You don't want normal, you want optimal. Um, Omega-3s, like I said before, omega-3s are great for your eyes, mostly because of the DHA component in that uh, polyunsaturated fatty acid great for dry eyes, it's great for inflammation, antioxidant, fighting free radicals. Matter of fact, omega-3s are probably my number two vitamin recommendation besides vitamin D with K. Um, so anyway, I hope, I hope this helps you um, think about your eyes because you, when your eyes start giving you problems and they almost inevitably will as you age, then you need to start thinking about some of this stuff. And certainly I'm excited about uh, my new use of Vueity the new eye drop uh, that really allows me to throw away my reading glasses. Um, So keep tuned, there's always new advancements on the horizon and we'll keep you tuned up about them and assess their safety. Again, I wouldn't use anything on my patients that I wouldn't use on myself. So think about your vision, get your eye exams, and stay healthy. Thanks, this is Dr. Tom Rogers at Performance Medicine.